This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, May 26th. High school softball was on the airwaves yesterday. Corey, you had a game up in Managa. Indeed, I did. The uh, top two teams in that uh, uh, 5A subsection were going against each other, Monaga and Walker Hackensack-Akeley. The Braves came away with a 7-3 win, and really, uh, CJ, I think it could come down to this. Okay. The bottom three batters in the order for the Monaga Braves, 7-8-9. I believe, if my memory serves me correct, correctly, were six for nine at the plate. They scored six of the team's seven runs, and if your bottom of the order is going to do it like that, you're going to be really tough to beat. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the thing, right? And especially in Class A, uh, whether it's baseball or softball, you know, how good the bottom of your lineup is really can determine how successful of a season you can have because, as we've talked about before, you know, your top hitters are always going to be good no matter what team you're facing, but, you know, when you have a bottom of the lineup that can also hit, you don't give that pitcher or the defense really a chance to really to catch up. Uh, never, and they and they wouldn't do it. As a matter of fact, I mean the the uh, at the end they uh, it was close. It was four to one uh, in the fifth inning, and then um, uh, Walker Hackensack Eagley scored another, and then they scored another. But then Monaga was able to tack on, uh, put up a three spot, and and that was kind of all the way through the order, as is usually the case if you can put up a, a number like that. But it was the bottom of the order that really was the catalyst for the Monaga Braves. And then uh, defensively, Joey Cole, I, uh, 12 strikeouts. Is that good? 12 strikeouts is decent as far as I can tell. She struck out the side in the first and kind of never looked back from from that point forward either. So congratulations to the Braves. They'll play Tuesday at 1.30. Uh, Walker Hackensack Akeley was able to uh, – they had to turn around and play a second game. Uh, they played Sabika in that second game. Sabika earlier in the afternoon beat Laporte, so it set up that elimination game between Sabika and Walker Hackensack. Akeley, the Wolves came with the victory uh, there, so their tournament dreams stay alive as well. CJ. All right. Well, yeah. Section five A a buzzing. A uh, little bit of an update in section six A yesterday. Before we get to Wadena Deer Creek's games, uh, Parker's Prairie, the four seed in the east subsection of six A, played Uppsala, and Uppsala, I believe, the defending six A champion. Uh, they took care of business. They won fifteen to five, and Uppsala then beat Browerville three nothing. But uh, then Parker's Prairie went into the elimination bracket, as did Browerville, and they both uh, played. And uh, Browerville is, uh, excuse me, Parker's Prairie played uh, Swanville, and they beat them nine to eight. So Parker's Prairie will play Lake Park Audubon on Tuesday. Browerville has a matchup with Clinton Graceville Beardsley on Tuesday as well. Both those will be in New York Mills at three o'clock. But as we go into section. 8AA softball. Wadena Deer Creek was the two seed. Barnesville was the three. So teams about as evenly matched as they can be. And uh, really the Wolverines uh, just weren't quite able to get the bats going until late. They got down uh, 3 nothing early. And then 
uh, just couldn't quite catch up. They got a couple runs in the top of the sixth, or in the bottom of the sixth, excuse me, and uh, made it a little bit closer of a game, tried to get a rally going in the seventh, uh, ultimately just couldn't get it done. And then they had to play the one-seeded Breckenridge Wapaton, who lost in their first-round matchup to Holly. Uh, so both these two teams uh, looking to try and get back into that play and... A one versus a two seed game, you expect it to be pretty good, and it was. Uh, Breckenridge Wapiton got two runs early in the game. Uh, after pitching the first game, Montana Karsten pitched a couple innings in that first game, and then uh, Jenna Dykoff took over and pitched really well from the circle as well, uh, holding them scoreless through the rest of the game. The Wolverines got a run in the top of the sixth inning to make it two to one thought for a second there that they had the, they, they had a really great opportunity bases loaded one out and uh, Breckenridge Wapiton uh, kept the bases loaded and were able to get out of the inning Wolverines came back up they had the heart of the order coming through in the top of the seventh inning Jenna Dykoff about two feet away from hitting a game tying home run to right center field and that's how the game pretty much ends the Wolverines season comes to a close they lose two to one to Breckenridge Wapiton they finished the season I believe 15 and eight pretty nice year in coach Umland's first year uh look forward to hearing from her in the uh, Wolverines weekly this this weekend as, as she puts on a bow on her first year as head coach and a pretty nice season for the Wolverines softball team yeah I had a chance to talk with her after the game we actually recorded our Wolverines weekly interview right there since we were both at the field and yeah she just basically the biggest thing is uh, yeah, she's just really grateful of all the the people that were put in place and the work that had been done before her, and and this program's got uh, got a nice couple years ahead of them. Let's put it that way. Excellent. So uh, that's our bit of our high school softball recap. A bit of uh, high school baseball that we have. Uh, it was a busy night in Perham yesterday as Wadena Deer Creek. Purim and the number one ranked 2A team Esco uh, all met to play each other in kind of a round robin style uh, for Wadena Deer Creek. They started the evening off with a, or afternoon rather, with a 2 to nothing win over Esco. And then they played Purim and lost 4 to 2 for Purim in these games. They lost to Esco 3 nothing and beat Wadena Deer Creek 4 to 2. Got by Esco, huh? Yeah. Jeez Louise. That's a pretty nice win. The Esco Moes. Not the Esco Larrys or the Esco Curlies, but the Esco Moes. Mm-hmm. Congr- that's, yeah, that's big time. What a long trip. <laughs> what a long trip for Esco to go one and one. Well, I had the uh, had a chance to talk with uh, Coach Kyle Dykoff for the Wolverines, and what he I kind of asked him, like, how did this matchup kind of get set up? with Esco and Purim, and basically he said that Esco was already going to play Purim, and Esco wanted another game on the schedule because he said, you know, especially where Esco is, because, again, it's just a little bit south of Duluth on 35. When you get to some of those northern teams, either you can't get on the field for so long, so the baseball quality is just not as good, or in that area, hockey is the real big sport everybody's into. The quality of baseball in that part of the state just isn't as high as it is when you kind of get down south. And, of course, the further south you go, the more kind of uh, big time, you could say, it gets culturally. But, uh, yeah, so they were looking for a team to play. The Wolverines jumped on the schedule, and that's how we got this round-robin-style matchup in Perm last night. So Sweet, very cool. Fun opportunity. Uh, so 
Corey, Twins open up a three-game series this weekend against the Blue Jays. Uh, big series here. The Blue Jays are one of the better hitting teams in baseball. Twins, one of the better pitching teams in baseball, which kind of gets me to my point of, like, uh, did the Twins make a monkey's paw curse on themselves? Oh, how so? Well, so uh, you're familiar with the story of the monkey's paw, right? Uh, please enlighten and tell me. Uh, so, you know, there's this thing called the monkey's paw, and it'll grant you a wish, but it comes with a curse. And when you make the wish, the paw kind of curls. And so sure. the Twins made a wish, and they're like, let's get the best starting pitching in baseball, which they have. The Twins yep. have the best starting pitching ERA. They've pitched the most innings, and they average the most innings per start, which makes sense. Uh, so by all by all stats, they have the best front-to-bottom starting rotation in baseball. The Monkeys paw curled in the Twins' offense stinks. So and the Twins bullpen is starting to implode outside of Yuan Duran. Yeah, it's a it's a little of uh, it's a little like you get a genie just to uh, just to continue the metaphor, right? You get a genie and you make a wish and you tell him you you want a rockin' hot body, but it's you and they they give you a woman's body. <laughs> <laughs> you ask for a rockin' hot body, but yeah. they turn you into lava. Yeah, right, exactly. That's you weren't it. specific enough. You want to be a smoke show so your hair just starts on fire? It's that, yeah, that, it seems like that is possibly the case. Um, they're off a day off, so hopefully that helps. As a matter of fact, um, uh, they've only played a week of baseball, right? They were off a week ago. They were off yesterday. They're off again. Uh, looks like not next week but two weeks from now uh, monday june 5th june 5th then again the 12th then again the 29th that'll be kind of a long stretch so they've got some off days in here that hopefully they have used to get right whether that means working a little extra hard or just disappearing for a while and getting away from it and and trying to forget everything that you know that you stink at you know what i mean right that sometimes it's just as important to just like go walk away for a little bit and read a book or something so um you would assume that the offense is going to catch up a little bit you would assume so except carlos correa got diagnosed with plantar's fasciitis in his foot oh and- that's not an injury that lingers no and by the way for people who are going to speculate on oh yeah the bum ankle it's the other one so uh it's Ech, players get hurt. It's, yeah, man. That's it, a part of it. That's how it goes. It's a part of it. But uh, anyway, so, uh, by the way, just like a few more days and Royce Lewis can come up. So it's it almost works out. We're not – It's I know. We're not far away from it, are we? June 1st. The, the Is it going to happen, do you think? Yeah, he hit like another big double. Uh, he went like three for five with another double. And with Correa going down, it kind of – Just works like out. last year, right? He's played a lot of shorts. Uh, he's played a lot of third base, expecting to come in and take Kyle Farmer's spot. Yep. And maybe he still does, and Farmer goes to shortstop. I'd either, imagine, right? Either way, uh, either way. Uh, so, Corey, you want to play a game? Let's play a little game, shall we? It's a brand new game. Uh, it's called Name Their Coach. Ooh. So uh, I, at one point in my life, when I was the most into professional sports I've ever been. Um, I knew everybody for every team. Mm-hmm. I knew who their coach was. And I, I might not have known front office stuff, but I knew who their starters were. You knew who he played for. I knew who was coming off the bench. I knew who their their coaches were, and it didn't matter the sport. Football, baseball, basketball, um, hockey, I've never known any of that stuff. 
ever. I I barely could tell you. Uh, if you caught me in a weak moment, I'd tell you Mike Yo is still the coach of the Wild. <laughs> That's just how it goes. I'm not good at hockey. That's okay. So we're going to play this game, and we're going to look at the NBA. And, CJ, I want you to name their coach. Okay. All right. There are technically three teams still alive in the NBA playoffs, mm-hmm. but we'll assume that we're still in the conference finals for both. Okay. Okay, so this is straightforward. This is the most relevant we could possibly be in the NBA right now, already having, having punched their tickets to the NBA final. The Denver Nuggets, CJ, named their coach. That is Michael Malone. Did you know that or are you cheater? No, it's Mike Malone. Okay, good. I'm just I'm just making sure. One for one. Uh, we'll stay with the Western Conference. It recently eliminated from the Western Conference Finals. The Los Angeles Lakers, CJ, name their coach. Well, his head coach is a, a dish best served on Easter. Uh, uh, I don't know his, his first name. Uh, I'm going to get, like, uh, Daryl Ham. Just guess the last name. It's fine. You don't have to. It's Darvin Ham. I'll Darvin Ham. You, you get credit for that. That's that's a full credit guess. Uh, this one uh, would be the easiest one, and that is the Miami Heat leading in the Eastern Conference Finals, now three games to two. CJ, name their coach. Longest tenured coach in the NBA, Eric Spolstra. Arguably the best coach in the NBA. He's been in Miami longer than Pop has been in San Antonio. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Pop. Yeah, I kind of forget because he's just always there. He's going to be there for the end of time. Finally, we move on to the Boston Celtics, who won last night, kept their season alive in the Eastern Conference Finals. CJ, name their coach. Uh, for the Celtics, uh, it's like Joe Missoula or something like Joe that. Joe Missoula is exactly correct. That's very good. I was I was hopeful for you in this game because you are in a spot now in your life where I once used to be. I'll be honest with you. I would not have known the Denver Nuggets. I just spend way too much time on Twitter and the NBA discourse. Everybody wants every coach to be fired at all times. So. Yeah, man, uh, it it's fun, but that's that's what I'm. It, it's fun. I remember being there, but we'll work progressively more difficult through the NBA because I'm sure. Well, some coaches have been fired already, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, maybe we'll continue and name their coach sort of. Uh, uh, theme now throughout the uh, rest of the summer. I tell you what, if this were baseball, you'll probably crush it. I would go O for however many teams are in Major League Baseball. Does Gardy still coach the Twins? I mean, I would guess Gardy for the Diamondbacks and the Tigers also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be so screwed. There goes Corey. By the way, listen to Amateur Hour later today on KWAD. It's at 845, and we will also have it on our website, wadinaradio.com, and the KWAD Facebook page, the upcoming schedule for the weekend in Town Ball across central Minnesota. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, May 26th.